1: Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. Ryan Horvath's here. You're really broed out with that necklace. But more importantly, uh, the Aaron Rodgers t-shirt that you're wearing today. I, appreciate I wasn't broing out with
2: my necklace. This is my, this is my cross. I just didn't realize it popped out of my shirt. I, I didn't was- know
1: you were a cross necklace guy.
2: Yeah, man. I'm a Catholic. What do you think about four more years for Aaron Rodgers, the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers?
1: Somebody sent me, he's got an event coming up. Um, it's a, it's part of Deborah Silverman Astrology. India Ari, Maria Menunos, and Aaron Rodgers are all the celebrity guests in the ast-
2: astrological
1: emergence uh, thing.
2: Guys are saving the planet one day at a time, and the fans have outed him. He's now going to the Jets to reunite with good old Buddy Hackett He's going to be throwing the ball to the likes of Garrett Wilson. Brees Hall should be back by Week Six next year. That defense, Rogers, finally going to have the opportunity to play with a top ten defense, not just one that we overhype or overrate as a top ten defense. I'm excited for him. It's looking like that's probably where he's going to end up. And uh, well,
1: this think- is so weird because Aaron, so Nathaniel Hackett gets hired as the OC for the Jets, and then everybody quote tweets it and says the same thing. You know, Rogers is going to the Jets. Mm-hmm. But Hackett went to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Hackett and Rogers knew each other for like a year. We're acting like we're acting like they're best friends and they're destined to be together. I guess it would make it more likely, but a little. I don't know. I it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know that like that's the like that's the move.
2: Why would you fire Michael Flor to hire Nathaniel Hackett if you're firing Michael floor Because Lefleur stinks. Does he or did the quarterback stink? I mean, he had Zach Wilson, Mike White, and Chris Streveler. So, all I'm saying is, I don't know that their, I don't know that their play calling styles are much different. Uh, I mean, Hackett was under Lafleur for all those years, and Michael Lafleur is Matt Lafleur's brother. I feel like there's probably something to this, or at least this is. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I, I don't if Rodgers gets say. traded, it's probably to the Jets. What do you think? What do you think the Jets possibly saw from the Denver tape? That they were like, we got to hire this guy to call our plays.
1: Nothing. They're all bros. They're all in the fraternity and hack uh, at
2: somebody that Rodgers could steamroll over. So yeah. So this probably means Rodgers is going to the Jets. That's what I was asking. That's that's what we're getting at, right? But I think he was likely
1: if he's going to get traded, he's going to go to the Jets, regardless.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now this probably helps their. I mean, case.
1: we have the guy like. We have the guy that Rogers has had this connection with in Tom Clements. That was the guy. Yeah. Remember, they hired him and were like, "Oh, Dave, 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 Rogers is coming back." Yeah, that's the guy. Hackett, he was with for a year, and they did Gold Zone, and it was like a cute story one week.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean,
1: who They're knows? Not lifelong
2: friends like you and me. I hate that we have to wait though, man, until March because I just want this over with. To be honest with you.
1: No, we got all of February. Thank God it's a short month. And then we have – because he can get traded the league year, like on March 15th.
2: March 15th, right? Yeah. So we'll see. It's looking Mm. like that's probably going to be what happens, though. It's going to be sad for some of us. It'll be a happy day for some of us. But change is is coming. Change isn't always a good thing. Sometimes change is a good thing. We'll see. I think it's definitely a good thing for Aaron Rodgers. I think he immediately goes to a team with probably a better chance to win because – hell are the bills gonna look like next year after another devastating playoff loss you got stefan Diggs storming out of the locker room before even showering him and josh allen fighting they need a number two wide receiver it's clearly not gabe davis who we named nicknamed big game dave at gate big Nate jesus that's t- i'm tired today big game gabe after just one game oh that's you a got, hard one that's hard you got the dolphins yeah i mean i the Jets probably win 11 12 games with Rodgers next year. Maybe more. We'll see. What do you think about the Packers? Oh, we, we have a bet I forgot. Yeah, we you have a
1: bet the that the yeah. Packers win more than Aaron Rodgers.
2: You really you're gonna stick with that bet if he goes to the Jets.
1: Yeah, he's gonna do the same thing Favre did start nine and three and miss the playoffs.
2: No way. This is a better Jets team than Favre had, though.
1: I uh I I didn't buy a Favre Jets jersey during that time, but I saw one at a thrift shop like three years ago, so I bought it. And then uh, now that Favre's is a criminal, I gave it to Goodwill. I don't think they accepted it, though.
2: They're like, no, we're, 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 even we
1: don't want this. We're good on this. We'll use this. We'll use this for a rag when uh, we change our
2: tires and change our oil. We're yeah. brought to you by Golden Chicken today. What? Oh yeah. Love me some golden chicken. Sometimes when I'm back home, I give them a call 414-427-5500. Usually eight breasts, one large fry, order of the mini tacos. I call it the Horvat special, golden chicken. Finger-licking fucking good.
1: Yeah, your words. Golden chicken inhales corners. Check them out, goldenchickenhc.com. What a nice weekend it would be, Uh, not just for the games, but Saturday you got the Royal Rumble Maybe go, you know, Friday, go with the fish fry Saturday, go with get, maybe get some pizzas and then uh, Sunday, get the chicken for the games. Cause you got, you got a lot going on here this weekend and golden chicken can deliver to you or cater your event. If you have a party or whatnot, a quinceanera
2: or whatever you got. Quinceanera. Hey, let me ask you this really quick. Are you a kind of guy like, let's say your wife leaves town. Maybe your wife's even home, but she's busy on the weekend. You're going to be watching the Royal Rumble on Saturday. You're going to be watching the championship games on Sunday. If you, like, order a bunch of food, do you eat the leftovers the next day, or are you like, i got to get something else It's the weekend? Like, let's say you have a bunch of chicken left over. Or maybe you order two large pizzas because it's like a two-for-25 deal or something like that. You know, I remember when I was doing the Friday Night Scoreboard show with Mike McGivern, he would get the the three pizzas – Two Pepsi, uh, but like you get a deal like that. Do you eat the pizza the next day, or are you like, oh, fuck, I can't have pizza two days in a row? I eat whatever's in my fridge. This doesn't answer the question. Okay, so you, you would eat pizza like, do you just like, you would eat it all weekend long? Yeah. You wouldn't say, oh, I got to have this another time. No, it'd
1: be for breakfast, lunch, snack.
2: What you're saying dinner. is you don't have leftovers very often because you eat the whole thing. Well, I'm a large man. Well, no, no, me too. Like, when I order a pizza, I usually eat the whole thing. What's your favorite Super Bowl
1: snack? 414-799-1250.
2: Wings. I like wings.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll draft pizza.
2: I actually always kind of liked that segment because it would give me ideas. I never hated – I hate a lot of stuff about sports talk radio, fantasy football segments that last an hour in particular, 20 minutes, good enough for you to get your goddamn questions and. But I always kind of, and I know you don't like it, I always kind of like the spread Super Bowl uh, segments. I always wanted to have like a chef on to give ideas. I'm always just looking for different new ideas of uh, delicious, yummy foods. I don't, I don't hate the Super Bowl food segment. I'm not going to lie.
1: All right, well, maybe we'll do that uh, before the Super Bowl. I'll get you, Toby, and Shay, and we'll draft.
2: Shit, Toby could just come over. He'll sit right next to me. Oh, yeah, Toby's the out day. there. You got to meet up with him. I'm going to, we're going, we have to go, we uh, had a bet, and it was <laughs> either the Commanders or the Packers, one of them we thought were making the playoffs, the other had to buy, the other fan had to buy the other uh, seats to a Wizards game, a Nationals game, hell of options we got here. Oh yeah. We're, and we both didn't make the playoffs, now we both got to pay. I'll probably, I'll probably buy Toby a ticket, we'll go to uh, the Wizards, Wizards Bulls maybe or something, Wizards Bucks, how about our Bucks by the way?
1: Yeah, where are you on the NBA load management thing? Everyone's talking
2: about it. I don't really care. I, the NBA yeah. regular season sucks. I, what they need to do is they need to move from 82 games to 52 games, not even 62 games. We got to go to a 52-game schedule. These Remember guys, when it was
1: 50 games in 99 and the Spurs beat the Knicks?
2: Yeah, with that was Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Because of the sh- yeah that was fun yeah you know what i hated that year though but there's just basketball was different back then because guys i kind of like
1: when baseball was 60 games that year that was fun
2: i i actually i don't i don't baseball's long it's boring as shit but what else do we have during the summer really and you don't have to watch all 162 games now either that's the good thing it's not like you got to go field calls in the morning about how craig council used his bullpen
1: yeah, I don't know that I'll do posts for every Brewer game. I, I gotta, that, that, that's another uh, topic for another day. We're going to come right back into the picks next.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. By saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast, Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: We are back. Are These you are experiencing friends. technical difficulties with your boner? No, really. Sorry. I, I was trying to do some ads for us. Come on now. Uh, I got ads. You that tie around your waist there, right? I got,
1: I'm, I'm overflowing with ads. Uh, Omaha Steaks promo code BART.
2: Do you want me to pull them out of my freezer again, or are we good today?
1: Nah. All right. The first game is the Eagles and the Niners.
2: Yeah, let's blow through these. I'd rather talk about the Royal Rumble.
1: Well, (laughs) I think the Eagles are going to blow through the Niners. Now, I have a Niners problem where I just don't think they're that good. I think they're overrated. I think Kyle Shanahan's severely overrated. Mm -hmm. He's better... He's on the, like, if you take coaches and go good and bad, he'd be in the good category. But he's not like, we're treating him like he's Bill Walsh all of a sudden. Yeah. He ain't that. No. His team's got so many weapons. John Lynch, that a-hole who got in before Butler, he did a good job building this, this squad. Okay? But then they also luck into whatever Brock Purdy is. Don't tell me John Lynch knew that. If Trey Lance went down and Jimmy G stayed that Brock Purdy will get him to the NFC championship game. This, this slipper has to come off the pumpkin, the carriage cinder. Midnight's coming is what I'm saying for the Niners.
2: Yeah. Tweet that out on Sunday. Say midnight's coming bitches. And I'm rooting yeah. against them too. A um, couple things that you said there. I actually took notes because I, I love Kyle Shanahan um, is a play caller. And I think he is a really good head coach. But I'm with you. We treat this guy like he's Bill Walsh. It's always, you can't bet against Kyle Shanahan. Fuck you guys talking about. I bet against Kyle Shanahan all the time. I'm, I'm pretty much rich off of betting against Kyle Shanahan. Bet against him in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Uh, he's he's really good, but he's also kind of a big wimp. Like last week against Dallas, other than <laughs> we got to talk about that final play too uh, really quickly. I made, I, I had, to, we had to text the guys over at 105.3, the fan out in Dallas to figure out if that was, Mike McCarthy's play call, or if that was Kellen Moore's play call, because I was defending Mac the next day. Thought he actually they were the problem was Kellen Moore coach scared, called play scared against San Francisco. Dak didn't play very good. Dak was kind of awful, actually. But Michael Gallup is who he's thrown to on the outside. That's where you attack the Niners. In the slot, you attack them. But the problem was CeeDee Lamb, Tony Pollard gets hurt, and then they had to use CeeDee Lamb as Tony Pollard. He's your number one wide receiver. They should have they should have brought back Amari Cooper, dude, and just paid him because they just didn't have the weapons. But I didn't think McCarthy was that bad in that game. Dallas both defenses played really well. He was well. being aggressive.
1: He had learned his mistakes yeah. from
2: you know. But that's what I was gonna say, man. Like he was aggressive and Shanahan coached like a big puss. punting the ball away fourth and inches at midfield, uh, kicking those field goals. I don't know. I feel like Kyle's a really good play caller. Obviously, every everything scripted. Who does this sound like? Who does this sound like? uh everything when it's scripted is really good but when he gets punched in the mouth or when he has to make in-game adjustments he falls apart now he's better than his little buddy LaFleur is at the in-game adjustments and that's why he always beats LaFleur in big games but I think that those guys are a lot alike and uh Shanahan gets a little too cute or he gets a little too conservative I don't know that final play call the only thing worth me losing a thousand dollars, cause that's what I lost on the Cowboys, I just stood up, I just stared at the ceiling all night long. My wife's like, What's what's wrong? I'm like, Oh nothing, nothing. Uh by the way, we're gonna be uh eating uh salami sandwiches all week for lunch. But the only thing that made up for it was that final play call was Zeke getting well, the ball. I mean, how the- how else are you gonna get the ball eighty yards down the field? I don't hate it. Oh, it
3: Something was the
4: different. worst game. I've ever. You can't have then- Zeke
1: at center though. When he got when he got floored, I like just I started cackling. It was so
2: funny. I guess it was a Kellen Moore play call and it was they didn't expect oh shit. They didn't expect San Francisco to blitz up the middle and just completely wipe out Zeke. And then dude catches the ball and just gets completely blown up. It was the worst thing I saw this weekend. They thought they would like rush on Zeke or something. What'd you say? They thought they'd go five apple on him. They thought they were just gonna drop everybody back and just allow Zeke to just like it's like flag football or some shit. They just wow. And Zeke's so washed, too. He could barely move. The only thing I saw that was worse was Daniel Jones down 30 points in the second half, fourth quarter of that game, just throwing his guys into hammers. Just everything was into oncoming traffic. Oh, and then that idiot punted, too. Dable punted. Yeah, he waved the white flag. He got scared. I'm with you on the the Eagles, though, because the Eagles, man – you could kind of like dink and dunk your way down the field, but they limit the explosive stuff. So probably no explosive plays from Debo or Kittle down the field. I think Brock Purdy, my favorite bet this weekend is Brock Purdy to throw an interception. Uh, I bet the house on it. It's really just kind of like one bullet for this, for this weekend. I hate Brock Purdy, to be honest with you. He's kind of become the TCU horn frogs where I hated them. Like everybody loves them. Nine-year-old Horvat would have loved them. They're a cute story. They're the underdog, but as a sports better hate them because we're, and also, like I do not need Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy's played in as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers. Well, Brock Purdy made Mr. the relevant
1: stories and for two weeks. Patrick Mahomes lost to the Bengals this weekend. Is Brock Purdy? will get a player? crew of all like the last ten Mr. Relevance sitting around in a in a yeah. theater. Yeah, it's the, same,
2: it's the same reason. Like I hate the Rodgers one ring conversation because it's like one man on a football field. It's one eleven. So uh, I think the Eagles win. I'm taking Jalen Hurts. How do you stop the Eagles, man? Because I know San Francisco. We severely
1: underestimate, like, first of all, Devontae Smith is a Heisman winner. And then
2: A.J. Brown, like, is the most overlooked elite talent in the league. And he's he's pissed off. He says he doesn't want to be a diva, but he wants the football. I like him over five and a half receptions. And the way that you beat the Niners, that defense is great. We talked about this last week. The pass rush. Nick Bosa is going to be a defensive player of the year. I love Fred Warner. He had that interception on Dak. Um, But – I just the the difference is like with the Eagles, they have so many weapons, like you just said, Devontae Smith works out of the slot, and the Niners give up 10 yards per reception to the slot. So he should have a big day. And then they give up a bunch of yards on the outside, and that's where AJ Brown is. So I think the Eagles, and then like, yeah, 49ers are great against the run, but if you take away Miles Sanders or you take away Boston Scott, they just have all those running backs, and even if you take them out of the equation. Then you have Jalen using his legs, and I just needed to see last week if he was healthy, and he looked healthy. I think the Eagles win this game by a touchdown, so I'm all over Philadelphia with you. The uh, Chiefs and the
1: Bengals, so another year, five straight years in Kansas City. Mahomes is the question here. Uh, He is walking without a boot, unless that was just for two minutes at a press conference. Um, The Bengals' offensive line stinks, we know that. So the Chiefs can get to Cincinnati that way. Joe Burrow is having a moment. I think their running game is a lot better than than we give credit for too. With Joe Mixon, I am hesitant to take the Bengals. I kind of, I kind of want to take
2: the Chiefs. Oh, we're going to be on the same side then. So I hope this wasn't like the tiebreaker episode, or that's going to have to come down to the Super Bowl. Oh, we
1: stopped that after week three. So, no, actually, yeah. I'm up two games on you. Let's say, who cares?
2: Sure. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, fine. Um, you're
1: probably up like fifty.
2: Yeah. But we uh we did this last week with the Bengals where it was everybody was picking against the Bengals and Buffalo got out to being a five and a half point favorite because the Bengals were without three offensive linemen, but then we were like, Wait, but those offensive linemen suck. Like Jonah Williams, he's given up like thirty five pressures and sacks this year. And the Bengals won that game. Feel like a high ankle sprain is a devastating injury. Like Mahomes isn't even gonna be right for the Super Bowl. He's not gonna be He's not going to be right until the summer with that injury. But what they're going to do is yesterday he was a full participant, I would assume, because they shot him up with some Toradol to see if he can move around, you know, to get a practice in. Today he's probably not going to be a full participant. I'm not quite sure. But he's definitely going to play on Sunday. And if I'm betting on anybody with one leg, other than Aaron Rodgers, who beat the Chicago Bears on one leg with Khalil Mack, it's Patrick Mahomes. And for some fucking reason, Football America and everybody else has turned this into a legacy game. Again, this is what I hate, man. Like when Rodgers loses a playoff game, his legacy is tarnished. Is it? He's won four There's every a legacy drive off. for Dak Prescott. Now we're, now we're doing it already with Mahomes because Mahomes is awesome. He's great. So now it's a legacy game. If Burrow beats him, I love Joe Burrow probably more than anybody. I, I, I always have. But and he's my favorite quarterback, not named Aaron Rodgers. He's not better than Patrick Mahomes. He's not. He has the better weapons. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. But uh, I hate that we made this a legacy game because Mahomes is playing on one leg with a high ankle sprain. If this is the regular season, we don't see Mahomes for a month. He's going to play on one leg, and I think now he's going to feel the pressure. I think they're going to win this game. I think the Chiefs win in Arrowhead. And I love – a couple days ago, I bet it, plus two and a half, I bought the three minus 120. I have Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead as a three-point dog. On one leg, that's fine because I think they're going to be able to run the ball. What Andy Reid needs to do, run the football. Pacheco was averaging like six yards per carry. Use Jarek McKinnon. That was the problem he would always have in Philadelphia on those Donovan McNabb teams. They would always get way too pass-happy, even with leads in the second half. Run the ball. It's not like Mahomes is going to have to sit in the pocket all day and hunt the deep ball because they don't do that anymore. What he's going to do is have to do everything underneath. The Kelsey, Juju Smith-Schuster is going to have to wake up and have a game. I'm I'm on the Chiefs here. Chiefs-Eagles-Super Bowl for me. And I actually bet that plus 1,400 Chiefs to beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl because I've already seen this in my head. It's going to be the Kelsey Bowl. Jason Kelsey against Travis Yeah, Kelsey. that sucks,
4: too. It's been a week
2: long. The mom's going to be there. She's going to have the split jersey. I don't know who to root for. I don't know what to do. So I'm either gonna... we're getting the Kelsey
1: Bowl or Mr. Irrelevant
2: or Kelsey. Joe Burrow cigar or something. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Kelsey Bowl. Uh, let's, I'm going to take the Chiefs with you.
1: Golden Chicken. Check them out. GoldenChickenHC.com. 414-427-5500. You know it's 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 cold, and there's no better way to warm up than with a nice big bucket of chicken from Golden Chicken. Finger licking, fucking good.
2: Yeah, there you go. They they appreciate it. I I was actually I was walking down, I was pumping gas at the uh, Quick Trip down here the other day. Yeah, in Maryland, guy's st- in Maryland, which is weird. Guy stops me, he's like, "Hey, Horvath, you really think Rogers is gone?" And I'm like. Nah, I don't really know. It looks like it looks like it. He's like, who do you think they take in the draft? And then he's like, hey, heading back, uh, back into Wisconsin today. Going to get some golden chicken. Figure looking fucking good.
1: Well, I got to play some voicemails and then I'll come back and do some rumble picks with you. Well, right after this. All right. Quick time out on the podcast. I always say quick time out. So stupid. Uh, but I do it. I'm a happy place. hemp. Uh, love these guys. Love what they have i love them more than i love the product but it's a close tie uh chris is with me rob's in the background hi rob hey boys (laughs) um so we talk about the gummies a lot but there are other different things from the tinctures we talked about uh tim's brother's dog we talk about the the different body oil and stuff and the the lip balm my mom wore some lip balm and you've heard you know in the last couple of months you would just, I've heard different examples of people saying, Hey, this worked for me. I had some pain I was feeling and this helped me out. Or, uh, some people have given it to their grandparents who've, you know, once you get older, you don't feel as good in certain spots and they felt a little better. So this is just an, you know, something different that you can use non-gummy, but it'll, it'll give you what you're looking for. Yeah. Topicals are great for a wide variety of applications. You know, um, inflammation, um, you know, skin dryness, skin issues. Um, it's really great, uh, because it doesn't get into your blood. Um, so topically will relieve whatever problems you may have targeted areas on your body. Um, that will never show up on a drug test because it's never going to actually get into your blood. So if you've got, you know, back problems, knee problems, elbow, wrists, hands, um, put some muscle cream or some lotion or some balm on there and you should feel relief in just a matter of, you know, 10, 15 minutes. They're all available. You can check out all the products, happyplacehemp.com. The promo codes, Bart, 25% off all those products, all the gummies and much more. So browse around the site a little bit, see what you like, any questions, these guys will help you out and I can relay that to them as well. Happyplacehemp.com. All right, I got a bunch more voicemails from you guys. Uh, some are on Rogers, some are on the Bucks, some are on anything. That's kind of the whole point. Is you call and I play and I react and we talk. I think the format's pretty uh, set up at this point. Voicemails brought to you by Carl's Place. Carl of ET.com is the website. Carl of ET.com. Backslash BART, when you're there, you can browse and peruse and check out uh, building a golf simulator. So they do design rooms for you. There's different packages that they've established. There are packages that you can put together. So if you're ready for that kind of purchase, if there's a room in your house, you're trying to think of what to do with, or you're a big golfer. And like I know that this winter, uh, the snow really, I mean, at least in Milwaukee. I shoveled for the first time all winter this week and people try to get out on the golf courses, but uh, you know, with the weather being unpredictable, especially I think winter comes January to March. Now I've been careful not to brag that I haven't used my snowblower yet, but I got a feeling that's, I got a feeling February is going to be terrible. I don't read the farmer's almanac or uh, I haven't looked at a forecast in months. I just wake up and see what happens now. Cause I, I got nowhere to go. I just go downstairs to my basement. What a sin. I do this in my basement. My God. All right, Dave and Cudahy, 402-915-BART, called on the Aaron Rodgers matter. And then after all this, we'll get back to Horvat and talk a little Royal Rumble. But I do want to go through some of these voicemails. So let's do it. Here's Dave.
3: Good morning, Bart. It's Dave and Cotter. I had to call after seeing this Rogers news today that he's looking to take a pay cut. Wow. Would that be because he wants the team to do better? Or it's because he's afraid to be traded after having statistically his worst season as a starter. I don't know. It it seems awfully convenient that now is the time he finally wants to acquiesce and work with the team, you know, cutting salary and, you know, readjusting his contract and yada, 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 yada. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just extra bitter and extra grouchy because of that and... uh, I have to go and take. I'm going to take part in a two-hour-long survey for the Republican National Party. That just sounds horrible, but they're paying me, so that's what really matters. Bart, can we please just trade Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, please? <clears throat>
4: the
3: love of the Packers. Okay, have a good one.
1: All right, uh, more questions than answers there. I Just regarding Rodgers, he doesn't want to take less money. I, I think those comments where he's like, yeah, I'll work with the team and I know things have to get pushed down the road. He still wants all his money. He's He he has never, ever once entertained a pay cut. And, again, not that these guys should. You know, it's he, – you he, he promise them so much money and they're like, well, can you take less? And we say, "Oh, you should take money. You got to you got to help the team." But if you play football, you're playing a, you know, dangerous sport and get as much money as you can. I'm all for that. But I didn't I don't think that he needed to uh It's it's not You know what I'm friends with Bodie again. I'm not going to get into it. I need to know more about this uh Republican National Convention survey and why I didn't know about it. I love taking two-hour surveys. I just did one a couple weeks ago for DirecTV. I set it up on Zoom, and they they told me to find things on on-demand, and they wanted to see how I, uh, how I used my remote. And then they gave me $150. So don't, don't think I ain't doing anything around here, okay? I did that in my living room, not my basement, for those that uh, care. Some might call that unemployed. Some might call that knowing where to find the money. I did not know about the survey. I would have liked to know about that survey. Dave, I'm going to need more info and information about that survey. I got one here from Cone Roller.
5: Hey, Bart. It's Cone. Um, After the the last two weeks of NFL football, I think we've seen a lot of poor coaching decisions, um, particularly with the Chargers. And you know maybe a little bit with Big Mike last night and some us management, um, and it brings me back to your point you always make with how you could coach a team to nine wins. So I wanted to dig a little deeper on that. If you're the head coach, who are you building your staff with? Who is your OC? Who is your DC? And who is going to be your franchise quarterback you stick with for the next ten years? Um, hopefully this can, you know, we can
3: make this a possibility and, you know, maybe send it out and add it or something. Thanks. Yeah.
1: I'd have to think about that. I've been sitting on this voicemail for a little bit. I want to give you a good answer. I think I would do what most NFL coaches do and uh, go with nepotism and cronyism. That's what I would do. I would hire people that I know and give them good jobs. So my dad is a longtime soccer coach. What people don't know is that he actually was a football coach before anything else. Uh, Coached the Woodworth Wildcats to some tremendous seasons in the mid-90s for ninth grade football. So I would probably hire my dad as the offensive coordinator and and let him have reign of the offense. Now I would do all the clock management and uh, our offense would be like a lot of jet sweeps and flea flickers and reverses. Basically, we'd never run a normal play. It would all be fun stuff. Um, Bill Schmidt. I would have to see if Bill Schmidt wants to be my offensive line coach. And I might give him the assistant head coach title. Um, Billy, Billy can do the – you know, Billy's played football in college. And so is Toby, by the way. You know what? Toby Altheiser will be my defensive coordinator. And my dad will be the O.C., and Bill Schmidt's going to be my offensive line coach and assistant head coach. Because Bill's played and he's played on the trenches and he can do the brothers of men, you know. We're brothers. He can do that. I can't, I can't look at a room of football players and say, hey, we're all brothers. I can't do that. But I can make better decisions in game with clock management. So I think with that staff, with my dad, Toby Altizer, and uh, Bill Schmidt. I'd love to hire other people uh, associated with the show. I think anybody that, you know, jumps on the stream yard, there'd be a cushy job for you. Um, I think I might look at Paul Imig as, a, as the GM. Uh, I'm sure we could find a place for Grant. I'd like Grant to be the owner. Um, but, like, just sit up there and look all, like, stoic and stuff. Not the real owner, but like a, you know... Like what the queen is in England or whatever. Uh, I don't really know. That's what I would like. Uh, Tim Shea. Tim Shea can buy a ticket like everybody else. Let's see. I got uh, (laughs) Eddie is in Arizona on the Carl's Place voicemail line. Eddie.
4: Hey, Bart, this is Eddie from Arizona calling about the Aaron Rodgers situation. I am in the camp of trading Aaron Rodgers to get as much capital as you can get going for for the Packers. If you look at the NFC, I don't feel that the Packers are in a position to uh, make any type of run I would say for the probably the next two years. If you look at the other teams in the NFC in comparison to the Eagles 49ers and teams of that said ilk, the talent just isn't there. Uh, by moving on from Rodgers, you have the ability to bring in new talent, also test out to see what you actually have in Jordan Love. Uh, hopefully, they could trade him to a team as the Jets that have been rumored possibly for a first round pick, second round pick, and maybe even a player, or maybe even a few protected picks down the line. However, I think that gives you a better chance to see, again, what you have in Jordan Long. Also, this gives you an opportunity to see what you truly have in Matt LaFleur, who has, I feel personally, been overshadowed by Rodgers, the person, also Rodgers, the player. It gives him a true voice in his own locker room, which he has never had up until this point, and we get an opportunity to see his true offense So. Hopefully, I give you something to roll with. Continue the good work, man. Have a good
1: one. Yeah, Eddie, thanks. Uh, again, I would love to see LeFleur, Like We're seeing McCarthy coach without Rodgers. I want to see Lafleur coach without Rodgers. I want to see Jordan Love play football. Is that so wrong? Is it so wrong to want to see Jordan Love play football? I'm not even like, I got this Roger guy. Fighting me on Twitter saying, I hope you delete your account when love sucks. Where where am I saying love's gonna be a four-time MVP? I just want to watch him play. Nice hill you're dying on. What the, the hill of wanting to watch first round picks play when they're in their fourth year? Come on. This is a call from the beer baron.
6: Bart, this is the beer baron. First time, long time. I hope to not be a foreigner to the show. Yeah, Um, Got a lot of feelings on Rodgers, and uh, it's kind of hard to hone in on a solid take. On one hand, I'm ready to get off this ride. On the other hand, Rodgers kind of played his trade value down this year. Um, So maybe you hold on to him and all the rest of the olds on this roster and... Hope for the best and make a Super Bowl run or if twenty twenty three is as bad as twenty two was, uh, you trade twelve and start over with love. But uh, the thing that's really pissing me off about all the, the Rogers fanboys is them saying, you know, well if we get rid of Rogers, get ready to go seven and nine every year and I don't, I don't we just went seven and nine. I don't get it. Like we were just seven and nine with Rogers. At quarterback after three 13 win seasons. The roster was essentially the same as it was last year, minus obvious, uh, obviously Tay and Z. But what changed? You know, this is the level of quarterback play. Let's throw love in. Let's see if we can do better than seven and nine. MLF is ass, and uh, the whole front office get a vote of no confidence. Thanks, Bart.
1: Yeah, I don't. you know, I don't understand why it's just assumed that the Packers will be bad for a long time. Now, is the next quarterback going to be as good as Brett Favre and or Aaron Rodgers were? No. But didn't we think after Favre we'd have 20 bad years of play? We had Aaron Rodgers. Look at the teams that are in the playoffs. The Eagles moved on from Carson Wentz, who was good for them, until he got hurt. And got Jalen Hurts, second-round pick. The Niners, they drafted a guy, still had a guy, and then now have Mr. Irrelevant. The Bengals had a really good run out of Andy Dalton. You know? And then they replaced him with Joe Burrow. The Chiefs were pretty happy with the services of Alex Smith. They replaced him with Patrick Mahomes. There's a lot of examples out there where a team has a quarterback and then the next guy is good or fine. It's not, we're not going to be the bears. We're not going to look for the next Sid Luckman for 35 years. We're not going to be the dolphins. Okay. Maybe we are. I don't think we're going to, I don't think we are, but that's like, it's, that's not the only road. Oh, good luck. Packer fans. Good luck. Packer fans being bad for the next 35 years. Well, don't you think within the next thirty-five years they'll have one good quarterback, and it could be Jordan Love. Is Jordan Love going to have a career as good as Rodgers? We didn't think Rodgers would as far, but he did. That obviously is an outlier. But who's to say that Love can't be fine? I mean, I, I, I again, eight and nine. The Packers went eight and nine. Jordan Love could have got them to eight and nine this year. Jordan Love could have put up the stats that Rodgers was putting up. The last two years, Rodgers was an MVP. Could Jordan Love do that? I don't know. We'll never know. We'll never, we'll we'll really never know. We're never going to see this guy play. But to just think it's going to be an automatic disaster is so weird. Uh, This is, I don't know who this is. Hold on.
3: Hey, Mark, this
7: is uh, B.R. from Kenosha. i just like to say that I've been listening to your show for quite some time. I uh, really love it. I love listening to you in the morning. It's a great opportunity to unwind, but uh, I have to say I don't agree with you when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. I, uh, I don't necessarily like vaccines either, you know. I think that uh, this is, uh, you know, fuck old people, you know, who cares, but... Uh, Anyways, uh, it's a long-time listener, a long-time
3: tweeter with you. I uh, keep keep up the good work,
1: Bart, and uh, hopefully will talk to you, too. Thanks. Bye. No, I ask people for voicemails, and I don't know. I don't recognize the number. I don't know where that came from. I don't know why someone decided this came to me Wednesday at 1038, why someone decided to do a Professor Frank impersonation from The Simpsons. But it's pretty good. Unless that is his voice. Well, then we know what Frank was based off of. Professor Frank, Professor Frank, he'll make you laugh, he'll make you think, he'll make you glavin'. Here's a... So we've had a Tim Shea impression this week and a Professor Frank. The impressions are getting a bit out of hand on the Acunet Mortgage Tophery Carl's Place text line. Here's Bucky Boyd. Hey, Bart. Bucky Boyd tapping in. Uh, I have a
5: few trailing thoughts on Rogers as a result of Wednesday's pod, which, of course, was great content once again. uh, Number one, the way Rogers prances around questions and topics on McAfee with his smug demeanor is incredibly annoying, particularly when he keeps bringing up COVID with respect to his MVPs. Like, dude, just stop. You're weird. You knew exactly what the public health climate was at the time. And you still chose to publicly discuss the fact that you're immunized, which is quite frankly a hilarious way to medically declare yourself. Um, number two, as far as the trade talk, he ain't getting traded. So let's stop listening to Schefter, who is expressing a feeling, not a credible source, because we all know he's not that. Trading Rogers at this point is more of an admission of guilt by the front office, knowing that it should have been done. Uh, number three, you know, Rogers has. Been playing mind games with the front office since Love was drafted and had Goody in a mental torture chamber. Rogers as a person is really an asshole, and most COVID MVPs are really spite MVPs as a result of the Love pick. Also, this idea that Rogers doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild is pretty hilarious. Like, dude, your idea of a rebuild is getting rid of Cobb, Mercedes, and Crosby. Uh, final thought Love will most likely be the one getting traded, and it will be in typical Packers fashion to have drafted rogers replacement and he doesn't even play a full season um it, it seems we're always three steps behind in decision making and that the rest of the league is kind of lapping us in terms of that nonetheless go pack go as always also bart you've got these on-air milwaukee sports personalities threatened by the pod i love it to hell with them winklers warriors are ready for battle peace and love
1: peace and love peace and love uh, I love the call. Bucky Boyd coming on strong this week. I do think if anyone gets traded, it will be Rodgers. I still th- sort of think, and we just talked to Horvat a little bit about this. but I don't know. I just think the Packers are afraid to do it. But you can't extend love and give them that fifth-year option. You can't not give it to him. You're going to lose them for nothing. They, they gotta move on with they gotta move on with love. They gotta move on with love. Rogers. I had a point that I was gonna say. And it was more ripping on Rogers again. I'm sure someone can figure out where I was going with that. I had a really good point. It was like a new, it was like the same thing that I always say, but in a different way. Shit. Damn. Oh, well, I guess I'll have to talk about Rogers on the next show. This is Patty.
3: Patty.
7: Hey, Bart, it's Patty. Um, Just thought I would do my weekly call-in, and I really don't like talking about Aaron Rodgers because, in all honesty, it just really kind of makes me irritated and crabby. Um, And I even told some friends of mine in a group chat, that I'm already tired of discussing all the possible scenarios. It's just super annoying and like we haven't even watched the Super Bowl yet. And it just makes the off season more draining than it already is. Um and we've been going through this now for the last like two or three off seasons and it's just tiring. But I know you wanted some voicemails this week on the topic. So here I am venting for you. Um Probably going to need to take some happy play-temp gummies after this so I can settle down, but here we are. Um, and I know we think it would be excruciating to, like, watch Rogers go to another team and have success, but, like, first of all, he's not taking another team to a Super Bowl. We know he can't do it. Um, and secondly, it would be way worse, I think, to see Jordan Love go somewhere else, have success, take a team to the playoffs, Especially if we traded him to like just the right team. And to me, that would just be absolutely brutal. Kind of like comparing it to having to go in for a root canal and then they have to like pull the tooth anyway without anesthetic. And maybe I'm being a little dramatic, but seriously, if that happened, Gui would look like the biggest, dumbest asshole. Huh. Like, we get one more year of mediocre Rogers and all of his geriatric buddies. Jordan Love is enjoying the beach in like Tampa or somewhere, and we're going to end up spending another draft pick on another goddamn quarterback. So,
6: oh, wow, Patty,
7: sounds like I need a gummy. The CB, Ooh. CBN, the nighttime gummies. Yeah, perfect. You guys she have knows. a good one. We'll talk soon,
1: Patty. Promo code BART 25% off happyplaceemp.com, Patty. Wow. Um, this is, it's so two points. So people that were like, they're doing the same thing about Rodgers that they did last off season. You said, well, you want Rodgers over love. Okay, we went eight and nine. Is, it, is anyone aware we went eight and nine and missed the playoffs? Am I the only one aware of that? Also, this is about time for me. I loved Brett Favre. I grew up with Brett Favre. But the Packers had the opportunity to have one or two more years of Brett Favre or 10 years of Rodgers. And I wanted the 10 years of Rodgers. Now they have one or two more years of Rodgers or a possible 10 years of Jordan Love. I want the 10 years. I'm Basically, my whole point on trading Rodgers is I want more years rather than less years. That's what I want. I want the 26-year-old on the team rather than the 39-year-old. That's what I want. That's what I want. Now, I also don't like who Aaron Rodgers present, tends to be as a person, so I talk about that too much. But this is from uh, Brian and Nina.
6: Hey, Bart, this is Brian and Nina. Uh, just calling in about a couple things. First time caller, been listening a lot. Yeah. Uh, good Bucks win. Love seeing Gary Wilful trash the Nuggets for benching all their players, but when the Bucks do it, it's not not a problem. Oh no, I don't, oh, no,
1: I don't know about that. I saw Gary tweet that. I, Gary and I are on the same side of something, so maybe that. Maybe I'll get him back on the pod. But uh, no, Gary. Gary only trashes the Bucks. That, that that became his whole thing. If you saw that
6: Valley Sports uh, going out of business, I think that the Bart Winkler show should try to get on play by play from the basement. I think that would be way better, and you could probably make a more functional app than the Valley Sports app, which would be incredible. Um. I have to give a shout-out to my buddy Evan, who also listens to the podcast daily. Every day at some point, it's a text message. Hey, do you listen to the Bart Podcast? Got to catch it. Also, go UWM. Big game coming up here. Uh, Love the podcast. Keep it going. Talk to you later.
1: Man, you guys are awesome. I appreciate that. Tell Evan what's up. Brian, thanks for the call. You You guys really know how to get in this old curmudgeon's heart. Thank you, John and Franklin. he'll wrap it up and then I'll uh, talk a little Royal rumble again with, with Horvat who's just been sitting here patiently for 30 minutes.
8: JK. Good morning, everybody. It's John and Franklin with the usual days, late dollars short commentary on a subject that's already been discussed. Um, <laughs> I have thoughts on this uh, load management NBA thing. There's one way to get this to change, and it's doing what I'm doing. What is it, an hour for game time? Lineups have to be announced. I can easily get to a game. I can get to a game and get in my seat in like 45 minutes, usually 48 minutes. It's not a problem. I'm not going to commit to these games. you got the game time app. you got other apps out there. You can just buy the tickets late. It's no big deal. You don't need to commit to it. You know, I used to have a season ticket package I split with other guys for other circumstances. It's not the Bucks' fault that I don't do that anymore. But I wouldn't even participate in it because why am I going to commit to a lesser product? I'm a home improvement contractor. And this is a get-off-my-lawn argument, but it's true. Uh, if I don't go to work, I'm not getting paid, okay? And it, whether it's the players' fault or the coaches' fault, then they need, you know, if, if enough pushback from the fan, the paying public pushes back on this crap, they'll make a change. And then if you just, I don't want to shorten season, but if that's what you got to do with if the if the kids nowadays can't handle the 82 game rigor, then then knock it down. Then knock it down. But and the salaries should be prorated then, right? I mean, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand any of it. And it is a problem for a young family. It is. And, no, you shouldn't take a two-year, two-year-old to a game. That's just stupid. The kid is never going to re- remember it, unless you think you're going to get on the jumbotron or something. Maybe there, um, but, no, this load management thing is bull crap. You watched the team play la- last night, and it was garbage. Um, you, you anticipate this great matchup and you get, you know, you get the second team, and you get your base unit playing half-assed out there. Um, Minus Giannis, I mean, he was trying hard, but he certainly was frustrated early in this game. Um, So, that's my old man commentary, but I think it's legitimate because, you know, I'm one of the people that pay pretty expensive products down there. I'm out.
1: John and Franklin. Yeah. John works hard and plays hard. And he wants to go see... uh... The stars. And so do I. But what do I know? I'm just some guy in my basement. Well, when I do go upstairs, I like to open up a box of delicious Omaha steaks. That's right. I'm so happy to be talking about Omaha steaks again. Omaha steaks is something that I got to talk about a lot. And uh, full disclosure, every time that I would talk about them over the years, I would get a shipment of the meat. It was the uh, best arrangement that there is. They were like, hey, uh, you want a signing bonus? I was like, no, we pay you. Andrew Brandt, Michael Scott. Kickoff 2023 with more flavor and more savings. Omaha Steak makes it easy to stock up on your favorites. So there's a couple of different packages out there at OmahaSteaks.com, which are already discounted. And then my code BART. Get you thirty dollars off your order, so you do that at checkout. When you go to OmahaSteaks.com, when you're checking out, that's when you type in Bart. It says promo code uh, Omaha Steaks. Now, normally, you're gonna get uh, you know you don't just go to Omaha Steaks to get like one tenderloin. You get, you stock up, you stock up, and that's part of it, and that's how you save. So get the order. There's a minimum order to this, but then once you reach that minimum. You put, you put in the code Bart and you get $30 off. So you're getting all this meat. And I'm looking on the website. They've already discounted a bunch of stuff. Uh, Shipping's free on a lot of these things. You can build your package, like I said, or you can just pick out one. For instance, there's this classic winter dinner pack. And I'm on the website right now. And you get the butcher's cut filet mignons, chicken fried steaks, boneless pork chops, uh, Omaha steaks burgers, the potatoes, the caramel tartlets, the seasoning, free shipping, satisfaction guarantee. They put that together for you, and then when you're going to order it, then you type in BART at checkout, and you get get $30 off. So they put it all together in these packages, discount them heavily, and then I've got the code where you can get more savings. So stock up. Uh, I know Austin the other day said Father's Day. Father's Day is far away, so maybe Valentine's Day. or uh, the big game. I got to say the big game coming up. This could be your spread for the big game or other things that you just, you know, you just want good food in your house, in your freezer at any time when you feel like grilling or cooking. Omaha code Bart at checkout. Thanks for all the voicemails. Good stuff there. I'm going to go back to Ryan Horvat, who's been standing by and we're going to finish up with some Royal rumble picks back to Horvey. All right, Horvat's back. I'm filling out a pool on DraftKings. No offense.
2: None, none taken, me too. <laughs> for the Royal Rumble. That's where I bet Brock Purdy to throw an interception. Better price. So
1: these are there's a bunch of different things you can pick. Um, Let's do it. Will entrance number one and two be from the same brand? Do those
2: yourself. Skip over those.
1: Oh, okay no no Get actually
2: me. let's do these all together let's do these all together let's pick together but i don't want a different brand out. they'll mix them up i don't want to I'll, I'll mix mine up when i fill out mine but let's do this together as an exercise here but i don't want to have the same bracket as you in case we both win then i gotta split oh money. yeah that, that's likely
1: me so who is number did anyone declare number one like uh, Liv morgan did and we're doing the men's rumble the women's rumble is also good but
2: all right we're doing the men's here Yeah, I would assume Cody's probably going to be one or two, right? Because the
1: next one is, when will the number one entrant be eliminated? Before number four, between four and 17, between 18 and 30, or one is the winner?
2: Between 18 and 30, I'm going to say, because I don't think Cody's going to win.
1: Yeah, they like to have one go Yeah, Cody, because then he can get his long entrance. Yeah. Yeah, and a big welcome. Yeah, Cody is one. Yeah. And then he'd be like, I wanted to prove that I'm one and something. Why like. did they
2: tell us Cody was coming back? Why not just have, Because they a...
1: said they're happy with their surprises.
2: Yeah. Cause I don't think Cody's winning because I think it's too obvious, dude. It's like the year that we all thought just, you know, what do you think like- the chances
1: are that we get like a, like an AEW guy zero. I don't know. I could see Jericho or Moxley. If they were if they were going to do anyone, it'd be one of those two. Now, I don't think it's happening. But could you imagine a WWE crowd chanting and singing along to Judas? That'd be weird. I would say
2: if anybody would be able to pull it off, it would be Jericho. They showed Jericho the other night on Monday night. Uh, not that they wouldn't. It's Jericho. But him and Vince still have a good relationship. Yeah. On, I mean, Jericho could kind of do whatever he wants at this point. It would probably be if anybody him. Definitely, I don't think it'd be Mox. I think too soon. Maybe CM Punk.
1: Uh, well, okay. I'll get to that in a minute. Who will enter first, Omas or Braun Strowman? (laughs) Omas. Okay. Who will enter first, Gunter or Ricochet? Ricochet Uh, uh, Ricochet is going to come out first. Who will have more eliminations? Austin Theory or Bobby Lashley? Bobby Lashley. Who, if anyone, will interfere in the Rumble? Paul Heyman, Scarlett, MVP, or JBL?
4: JBL? Oh, MVP,
1: MVP. All right. He's got like five guys he's half managing right now.
2: Yeah. Who will have the most eliminations? Theory, Lashley, Cody, or Omas? I think it's. I think it's going to be Omas. They're going to like build him up, and then he's going to get tossed over. Although, aren't we kind of done with Omas? I I never even see him on TV barely anymore.
1: If Omas is eliminated, how many people will be? involved in removing him from the ring
2: more or less than seven less i'm gonna say less it's gonna be one guy it's probably gonna be like Braun. who's he beefing with braun oh braun's tossing his ass over that's friend of show braun Strowman. will an eliminated participant enter the
1: ring yes will any participants wrestle while outside of the ring well of course yeah of course what will happen dominic eliminates ray Ray eliminates Dominic, or neither Mysterio is involved in each other's elimination.
2: No, Dominic's gonna eliminate Ray. I think they've done a pretty good job with this. No, Ray's eliminating Dom. They're clearly fighting at Royal Rumble, because no Ray's whole thing is I can't fight you, so I'm gonna go to SmackDown. And, and then, then this like, will be the thing, and he'll
1: look like, oh no, what I do? <laughs> what did I do?
2: I, isn't he fighting Carrion Cross or are they just like building that up? I don't know. That's DOA. Okay. Will
1: anyone have more than seven eliminations in the Rumble? Yes. How many eliminations will be made by current free agents? Three or more, two or less?
2: Three, two, I'm going to go two or less.
1: Uh, No, no, Three or more, three or more, sorry. Will Roman or Kevin Owens participate in the Rumble? No. Uh, Will number 30 be a member of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, or a free agent? Free agent.
2: Do you think it's going to be rock? So I thought we were getting rock versus Roman. That's what they've been talking about for the last year. I think that's what they were planning. And now I guess the rock says he can't make it. He can't commit to it. So Is that I saw they are trying to get stone cold, Steve Austin to fight. I don't know.
1: Is rock swerving? Rock says he can't get in wrestling shape. It's in three months. They just need you to be out there for 10 minutes, dude.
2: Oh, is that what he said? He can't get in wrestling shape. I thought he had a movie or something. He's making, he's always in the jungle. The guy's in every movie. He's like on a safari. You ever notice that? Yeah. Him and, uh, what's Kevin, his name? Hart. Kevin Hart,
1: yeah. <laughs> Kevin Hart, are best friends. Yeah.
2: But like every movie he's, he's up to the shit, same shit. Um,
1: except that one movie he died in right away when him and Sam Jackson jumped off the building. Who? The other guys with Will Ferrell and, uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I don't, I don't know though, man. I, I, because I, I,
1: well, because Sami was... Zayn's having a WrestleMania 30 Daniel Bryan type run. Everybody's big about Sami Zayn.
2: That would be great. I think we're, I think they're splitting the belts. They tried to do it the other night with the tag team titles, or they kind of did. It was only for the Raw championships, and I feel like I've heard. You know, I read these like dirt sheets when I'm bored. Right. Every like, yeah, of course. We yeah, that they were going to have Roman fight on Saturday and Sunday. He was going to wrestle. So maybe he would wrestle like Cody on Saturday and then wrestle The Rock on Sunday. But he's got to
1: fight Sammy. That's been the story the last year. Because so, it was maybe Cody and it was Rock, but then in their absence, Sammy and Roman have become, like, that's the match you want to see.
2: I thought what they were going to do is have, they're going to set up, See no, because I think what happens is I ready. so I think Sammy that, and
1: KO team up against the Usos.
2: Yeah, because I think Royal Rumble this Sunday I think is going to be Kevin Owens and obviously uh, Roman. They're going to have Sammy like take him out with something. He's not going to do it. So then they're going to take out Sammy. So then it's going to be Sammy against Roman at the next pay per view, that one that they do like in between. And then something's going to happen there with the Usos, and it's going to set up Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn against the Usos for the tag belts. Oh. And that's probably going to main event night one. And then night two is when you'll have the Roman-Cody match. I mean, I kind of want them to to save this for Cody because he got hurt. I, I thought the WrestleMania would have been the perfect like finish to the story. I it's think Rock's coming. Story.
1: I think Rock's coming.
2: I don't want to see The Rock and Roman Reigns, to be honest with you. I'd rather see Cody. I'd rather see Sami. Mean, nah, I mean, it depends what The Rock looks like. CM Punk had to carry the rock when he came back the last time. The rock was like out of breath. He could barely breathe. And it kind of pissed me off that CM Punk had this long reign. And then they just ended it with a fucking people's elbow. You know what I mean? Like I saw CM Punk take every every, Brock Lesnar's finisher three times. Everybody's finisher chair shots. And he just loses to the rocks. People's elbow. Same thing happened
1: with KO when he had the belt. And he just lost to Goldberg in two minutes.
2: Yeah, it was. like in, in, in The Fiend. The Fiend also lost to Goldberg in like two minutes. Guy's destroying everybody. Seth Rollins is lighting him on fire. Orton's lighting him on fire. He's getting hit, hit with sledgehammers. And then Goldberg shows up, 55 years old, spears him. and He's just done. That's why it's been a much better product since Vince has went away. Unfortunately, now Vince is back. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i looking forward to this, though, man. I Because I, I don't know what they're going to do. I think it seems so obvious that Cody wins that I don't think Cody does win. Maybe it is a swerve and The Rock comes back. Again, I just saw on the internet they're trying to get – stone cold to wrestle roman reigns now and he was originally scheduled to be there they they wanted to do him against brock lesnar the match that never happened ah yeah Brock's yeah. back i'm also really excited for this uh bray wyatt la night uh all done match i don't i wish it wasn't a mountain dew match to be honest with you that makes it a little corny but i think obviously we're getting the fiend right all right i'm going to
1: i have one more i got a couple other questions in here but there's one more that i do want to ask you before we wrap up how many ch- uh, pieces of chicken from golden chicken will bart eat during the rumble seven to eight pieces nine to ten pieces 11 to 12 pieces 13 to 16 pieces or 17 or more pieces of chicken from golden chicken
2: 17 or more yeah it's a big weekend dude i
1: gotta i gotta eat 30 i gotta eat a piece of chicken for every entrance
2: yeah i'm gonna go with my pick though i'll be chalky and i'm gonna pick cody All right, I'm going to say that it will be uh, Sammy Zane or The Rock. All right, man. Well, good luck this weekend, dude. Again, go uh, Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. And go Chiefs. Horvat, love you. Thanks for double duty this week. Hey, thanks, dude. I'll see you later. I'm actually heading into a a work meeting right now to get yelled at. See ya. All right. Nothing's changed. Okay. Ryan Horvat. And that'll do it.
1: We'll be live Sunday night. After the Bucks play whoever it is they play, and that would be the Pelicans, and then also after the championship game. So we'll jump on YouTube live on Sunday night. Thanks to, I mean, everybody. Uh, you guys, Happy Place Hemp, Carl's Place, Omaha Steaks, and, of course, Golden Chicken, in Hills Corners, bringing you our Friday picks every week all season, delivering and catering, 414-427-5500. GoldenChickenHC.com. Have a good weekend, everyone. <laughs> See you.
4: I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast.